This is a Ramble and Roll, a punk rock podcast. Hey, Scott, welcome. Uh, I'm going to start that over. What am I saying for the opening <laughs> of the podcast? And backtrack. <laughs> yeah. All okay. right. Okay. Off to a good start here. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Ramble and Roll. This week is a special live St. Paddy's Day episode where we are going to do a tier list where we rank uh, about 25 different Celtic punk albums. And we have a bunch of different tiers we're going to rank them at. But before we get to that, I'd like to introduce my co-host, the incomparable, inimitable Scott Richter, all the way from Burlington, Vermont. Well, thank you for having me, as always, Mike. I thought you were just about to introduce me as um, incompetent. So I will take what I can get with that one. Thank you. I mean, I thought about it. (laughs) <laughs> but I figured it's St. Patty's Day. It's it's a, it's it's a day for being, you know, brotherly uh, love and respect. So I didn't. Uh, it's a day for bike shorts and uh, shamrocks around your neck, my and friend. Picklebacks and Jello shots. Sam Adams Boston Lager and uh, Dropkick Murphys box Getting sets. E- Getting eighteen-year-old Swedish kids drunk in American bars. <laughs> For anybody listening at home, you have no idea what we're talking about, and you're not going to find out. Um, so, Scott, how's your St. Patrick's Day going so far? What have you been doing for St. Well, Patrick's Michael, Day? my 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 St. Patrick's Day has just been lovely. Thank you very much for. Or we'll even go with Ducky, perhaps, not to allude to who our next podcast guest is going to be. We'll say wink, at the wink. end for uh, that'll be our uh, our hook to get people back for next week. Absolutely. If you make it through this one, there's going to be a pleasant surprise waiting for you at the next one, my friends. So, so yeah. please, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ear and uh, join us in our in our just lovely, lovely, lovely all all out ranking of top Celtic punk records. Yeah. Of all time. I mean, I don't even know if we can call it that because I just picked albums I could think of. Like this is gonna be well. Hey, look. Like, <laughs> are there twenty five Celtic punk albums worth listening to? That's probably, where we should really start this I, podcast. <laughs> uh, probably <laughs> not. And like that brings me to one one thing I've 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 tried to make clear on other episodes that isn't really clear because we are not a Celtic punk podcast. It just happens we started this podcast at the end of February and beginning of March, so everything we're doing happens to be Celtic punk themed. But next week is and not And that Celtic all changes punk. coming soon. Yes. So please bear with us if you hate Celtic punk. I totally understand why you, you hate Celtic punk if you do. Uh, so we're almost through the Celtic punk theme stuff. This is, uh, but I like Celtic punk. Scott does, I think, to a certain point. And uh, this is a live. Every now and again. <laughs> this is a live episode. So I will point to a comment in the. Uh, in the chat uh, from DJ Strong Style, he says, I mean, Scott is not working at a bar right now, so a great Patty's Day for Scott. I mean, that is very DJ's true. DJ's got a point. And then we have Cyber DJ's Balls. DJ's got a point. I'm not working. However, you know, on that note, DJ, there's not a random Canadian buying us car bomb after car bomb <laughs> until you puke all over the front window of McGreevy's today either. And that kind of bums me out a little bit. It does. Um some traditions. I just feel I, like you shouldn't give up. And 
I gave up those traditions because this is my third year, or my third St. Patrick's Day sober. And uh, Cyberballs, uh, Matt Palm made from the Creep Show. He's in the chat. He just congratulated me for that. And I was like to say, Matt, to you, uh, thank you for the kind words. And if you want to check out Matt's stream, since uh, we are on Twitch, if you are, unless you're listening to this at a later date, then we're not on Twitch. We're on Spotify or Google. But if you do want to check out Matt's um, Twitch stream, I just did it wrong. I'm getting used to these nice Twitch job. commands. But Cyberballs, thanks for joining us. There we go. I think that worked. But yes, that is Matt's uh, Twitch stream. Thank you, Matt, for the kind words. Uh, with that said, with the, if you have any questions for us and you want to pop them in the chat, uh, go ahead. We'll get to them eventually. But first... We are going to do this Celtic Punk tier list. Uh, so I guess we'll begin by showing... So come on, all you good rats. <laughs> we should explain we'll the tiers. We should explain what we're doing, I guess, Scott. Do we I need to explain to you? We like, should I'm... explain the tiers. Okay. So... I, well, I, you know, you and I have touched base about this, but yeah. it's still going to be a surprise to me regardless. So however we choose to do it, let's go. <laughs> um, so... The okay, the tier list thing is apparently it's like it's all the rage right now. Um, lots of big streamers are doing it, but it's like I've seen like Call of Duty streamers doing it, so they've been doing like uh stream lists for like the best Call of Duty players, and like uh, a couple of them have done like best fast food, best um, best breakfast cereal, breakfast cereals, stuff like that. So I thought, um we should do a Celtic punk album tier list. And usually it's set up like D tier, which is the worst. And there's A tier, B tier, C tier, and S tier. And S tier is the best. I don't know where S tier comes from. I don't know what it means. If anybody knows, Scott, do you know? Well, it's the Scott tier, Mike. It's very clear. All of my choices would be the correct choices. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have no idea where that comes from, but we changed the tiers. Uh, we did. Uh, the um, our D tier is Plastic Patty. That's going to be the worst of the worst tier. I don't know if any albums are going to end up in that tier. But then we have Jameson and oh, Ginger. There's going to be albums in that tier. I think that I can see two that I'm going to put in that tier. That's about it. Um, the uh, A tier is Jameson and Ginger uh, because, you know, um, it's not that great. Jameson, whiskey. I'm sorry <laughs> for anybody out there. It leaves a lot to be desired. It certainly does. And then uh, our B tier is a proper pour of Guinness because, let's be honest, uh, it's hard to get a proper pour of Guinness, especially in North America. And uh, so that's our uh, B tier. And then or that's our... Yeah, that's our B tier. And then our A tier is a full Irish breakfast because, man, an a, a full Irish breakfast is just, uh, there's nothing better. Well, there's one thing better, and that is the S tier. Our S tier has been named Kerrygold for Kerrygold butter and Kerrygold cheese. <laughs> God, I don't know if you've ever had Kerrygold butter or Kerrygold I, cheese. I have, yes. Uh, so you know however, what I'm talking I, about. I, I do have to say that I'm a little bit disappointed that we did not end up going with Matt Damon's Boston accent in a Martin Scorsese film. I mean, I think that might be below <laughs> Plastic Patty. It, it, it 100% is. <laughs> okay, so those are the tiers. Um, 
so we got if you see on the screen in the bottom there we have um a number of albums so we've got albums from the real mckenzie's the tossers dropkick murphy's flock and molly the scally cat brats dreadnoughts farler's fury uh flatfoot 56 the pogues pipes and pints uh blood and whiskey the mahones and the peelers so some some good bands in there there are some good bands there are also some some not as good bands and that's okay <laughs> okay so i guess we'll just go through album by album and decide right, uh let's drink for we must die no we'll, we'll get to that one but we'll, we'll start with uh <laughs> we'll start with the first one real mckenzie's oot in a boot what do you where where would you rank oot in a boot scott you, you know, so the Brill McKenzie's are one of those bands that I I never gave a whole lot of time to, if I'm being quite honest with you. And the album that kind of did resonate with me when I went there with them was 10,000 Shots. So Hoot and Boot is one that I haven't really spent enough time with to definitively put in a tier, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, that's fair. I really enjoy this album you can actually see it like on my uh turntable right now uh, i was gonna I, say <laughs> I, I i think i can see it behind you there i literally just listened to it the other day and never uh never put it away so it has some really good songs on it uh songs that i like uh songs like uh jennifer q and dropping like flies and uh cross the ocean uh and some other good ones. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to remember what other ones are on here. I'm actually going to pull up the track list just so I don't forget. Yeah, so Across the Ocean, Dropping Like Fries, Ye Yanks and Brays, Lest We Forget's a pretty good song, Dance Around the Whiskey, Shit Out of Luck's a really good song. Uh, that's a cover, I believe, of uh, Out of Love. or uh, some, I can't remember the name of the song. Uh, the, Night that went, the, Light, the Night the Lights Went Out in Scotland. I would definitely yes. I would put this. Uh, boy, it's a good album. It's probably my second favorite Real Mackenzie's album. I would say it's as good as a proper pour of Guinness. I don't know if you have wow. any. Yeah, I don't know if you have any. Starting with a high praise. Yeah. So, so it took a full hundred and twenty seconds to get there. It's got a nice head on it, about a quarter <laughs> inch. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so I think that's a good place to place uh, Unaboot. Because I think when we get to... Uh, there's another Real Mackenzie's album in here, and I think that one's going to rank higher for me. But before we get okay. to that one, we need to do Tosser's Agony. Where would you put the Tosser's Agony? Oh, so Agony, I think, holds up as probably the, the the Tosser's record that I can go back to and revisit the most, I think, when I, when I think of Agony. Um, the two songs that jump to my mind are uh, Siobhan, mm-hmm. which I think is the best Tosser song. And then uh, the other song that jumps to mind with that one is um, No Loot, No Booze, No Fun. For some uh, reason. I think that's on that record, right? No, it's not. <laughs> oh, well, well, shit. I'm not so well-versed in the Chicago uh, Irish um, factions, I suppose. Pub and Culture However, is on that Siobhan, album. It's pretty good. Uh, that is a good track as well but um so i think for me i i you know i i tend to uh, this is kind of funny for the tossers i think because 
they definitely stick to more of the traditional style, except for that uh, young Al Capone cover that they do. Um, um, <laughs> our friend but, DJ uh, in the chat is pointing out that they're that uh, they're actually Irish, so that might get them to the top uh, by default. That, the, and that's the other thing is uh, what, what's his name? Tony Duggan. There is is a true Irishman, and um, I think Chicago. Uh, just by virtue of uh, in pop culture, not being as uh, associated with uh, Irish and Ireland as as a city like Boston, I think you automatically have to bump the tossers up a few spots. I sure. I'm honestly so I, like I'm thinking full Irish breakfast. What are you thinking? I I think I could drop that in that full Irish breakfast uh, section as well. Okay, there we go. The tossers. Siobhan is on the whiskey. Full Irish breakfast. Uh, DJ is pointing out another good fact that Chicago dyes their river green and Boston doesn't do that. So that's very true. That's um, very true. The Charles is poison enough that they don't <laughs> need to die. And our, our, our friend White Crosses, he's pointing out that uh, swagger and drunken lullabies uh, should be in the carry gold tier. We'll get to those though. I agree with We're not there that. yet, White Crosses. Um, DJ, will, says, DJ will, says he should be in this call. Do we want to bring DJ into this call? We can get him in here. Can we get DJ in here? I'm can all for bringing that? DJ in on this. I would love to bring DJ on in. DJ, are you available? I think this could be oodles of fun, perhaps. We're not going to get to watch him get punched in the balls, but I think we could have a good time here. <laughs> okay, folks, we are bringing in a surprise special guest, uh, DJ Strong Style of Twitch fame. We are now joined by our good friend and Twitch streamer, DJ Strong Style uh, from New York City. Welcome, DJ. The Windy Apple. <laughs> uh, it's so a pleasure to have you here, my friends. Oh, it's a pleasure to be with you, boys. So far, DJ, do you disagree with our two choices, or do you feel like those are apt choices? Yeah, I'll be honest. Like those two, I I couldn't really tell you much about any of those. So, <laughs> okay. I mean, like <laughs> the tossers are cool. Real Mackenzies, you know, they're Irish, right? Aren't they? Like, real they're technically Irish? Scottish. Like, they're are they Scottish? Yeah, if they you, you like testicles, you like the real Mackenzies. That's how I always put it together. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I watched but, the Real McKenzie's live stream the other day. It's the first time I saw them and didn't get flashed by Paul McKenzie. So pretty good. Oh, yeah. Is that a, that's a thing they wear the kilt and mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> TJ, you will for sure have something to say about the next one on the list. Uh, and that is Sing Loud, Sing Proud by Dropkick Murphys. I know where I want to put this one already. So, DJ, where do you think this one should go? Uh, I mean, like, uh, it's, this is like kind of like the catalyst to like 99.9% .9 of everyone that listens to Celtic punk right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, even though there's some stuff that's come out before, you know, there are bands that did Celtic punk prior to Dropkick Murphys. But I think, uh, I can tell you right now, this, uh, international zoom call, uh, and podcast would not be a thing without this album that is 100 percent true point. so i mean this i think by default ends up being Kerry gold you know 
I 100% agree. For those who don't know at home, Ramble and Roll is the name of a track on this album, and that's where we got the name for our podcast. Uh, I I agree, Carrie Cole, Carrie Gold, for all the reasons DJ just stated. Like it, to me, it's like the definitive Celtic punk album. What do you say, Scott? There's there's Irish Breakfast, and then there's Irish Breakfast, and I think that <laughs> this one could be like more Irish than the breakfast that me and DJ had at McGreevy's the the morning of the Gangs All Here show. I wasn't the, present for that. You were not, but I but I think it could be. I, I don't even know the gangs all here. Show. I don't know what we had for breakfast. That I that, I, that, I don't I don't. It was not an Irish breakfast, but I'm just saying no. it, 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 okay. it should be definitely in that echelon of uh, as good as it gets, if you will. So that is sing loud, sing proud. The first Kerry Gold album, certified Kerry Gold album of the Celtic Punk album tier list. <laughs> And we got another certified. <laughs> we got another uh, Dropkick Murphys album next. I tried to shuffle them a bit, but I missed this one. I guess. Yeah, that's uh, kind of like right one after another. Yeah. And here's here's the thing. I think at this point in my life, actually not even this point in my life, when this album came out, Warriors Code, to me, I think is like my favorite Dropkick Murphys track. I mean, it switches all the time, but like this one through and through, I've always loved. So it's like, for me personally, it's almost like Kerry Gold, but I understand that uh, it could be a little lower in the tier of everything else we have going on. I think with this one, like when this one came out, I, vi- I vividly remember I was on a, a service community service trip with my high school and I was in Appalachia, in the middle of nowhere, Virginia. And the day this record came out, I made our entire trip drive two hours to a fucking walmart so i could buy the warrior's code on the day that it came out they were all subjected to nothing but the warrior's code for the remaining like five days of the trip they had no choice it was the warrior's code or nothing else and there are some songs on that record that hold up better than anything i mean i uh for me it's a tough one kind of the same reason as dj says like at one point it was probably my favorite dropkick murphy's album and there are some great songs on it, but I don't know if it's Carrie Gold status per se. Like, I think to me it's like top tier full Irish breakfast. I mean, yeah, it only has one Irish cover on it. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's which might have... be why it's one of my favorite jobs. <laughs> yeah, so I am thinking full Irish breakfast. What do you, What do you guys? What Scott? What do you say? I, I, I think it can live there just fine. DJ? Yeah, full Irish breakfast is fine. Yeah, I'm going to put it at the front, though, because it... It's it's definitely closer to the top of the tier. It's the tippity top of the... Uh... Yeah, it's like the sausage in the full Irish breakfast, oh, yeah. you know? Mm. This, is, <laughs> this is taking way longer than I thought it was going to take. We have so many albums. Um, oh, Fog and Molly. so many albums that I have nothing to say about. Okay, yeah, so that's it's fair. It's not a big um, deal. Fog and Molly, within a mile of home. <laughs> Is it was this the third release or yes. is this like the first release I never listened to? No, this is the third. So Swagger was first, then Drunken Lullabies, then Within a Mile of Home. Yeah. Honestly, right. for honestly, for the title track alone, Within a Mile of Home, it's higher than a lot of records do. Mm-hmm. This was uh this was the album they were touring the first time I saw them. So it has a special place in my heart. 
I really love like Screaming at a Wailing Wall, the title track within a mile of home. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins is a great song. Those are like the three standouts for me. This is the one with uh, Tobacco Island, if I remember oh, correctly. Yeah, right? and Tobacco Island is a very another very good song yeah. about that bastard, Oliver Cromwell. Uh, uh, this thing came out 2004. Input from the chat, White Crosses says Jameson and Ginger. I don't know if it's that low. I don't think I would go as low as Jameson and Ginger on this one. I was I, leaning I proper it's... poor of Guinness. I, I could I could sit in the proper poor at Guinness for this one. I think that would yeah, be Yeah, I don't know. I'm more I guess I'm more crosses because this album kind of flew under my radar because this is like when uh, 2004 I definitely went full switch of like not listening to flogging Molly nearly <laughs> as much as I did when I like heard like uh drunk lullabies and okay. swagger. Well, Scott and I are the hosts, so we get last call, and we're putting it in proper pour of Guinness. All right. All right. <laughs> so this next one, yeah. I know where I'm putting this next one, and I don't even know if I want input from you guys. Uh, yeah. This next one is the Scally Cab Rats. Let us drink for we must die. The people in Plastic this band. Patty. These people in this <laughs> band are the worst type of people. Wannabe Irish Canadians. Uh, never. Every song they've written is just a ripoff of a dropkick murphy song yeah and i figured you threw these albums on here so that you had something you could put in plastic patty without offending anyone <laughs> that's exactly what i was going for but also i just think that uh let us drink we must die is not a good album the guy who recorded it yogi who uh, he's a part owner of house of Targ now he did a great job the playing however he makes great pierogies and the playing however on this album was not stellar so <laughs> We have our first plastic patty, and it is the Scally Cab Rats. Let us drink, for we must die. It won't uh, be the last plastic patty, trust <laughs> me. But, no, because there's um, another Scally Cab Rats album on this list. <laughs> thank God. Uh, okay, so the next one, the Dreadnoughts, Polka's Not Dead. I talked about this one a little bit uh, on my punk rock watch party I did on Twitch. Um, do you guys uh, have any, any uh, opinions on this album? Poke is not dead by the dreadnoughts. So wasn't there like something pretty shitty about this band going around at one point? Uh there was some drama in the scene, but I think most of that got squashed and it turned out to like uh yeah, it was just, it was just like petty, petty stuff. Nothing really Okay. Well, nothing that's worth, all worth I know about, about the dreadnoughts. <laughs> so that's all yeah, I that's I mean all I will I... say this based off like it's not bad, right? Like from literally the one song you listen i listened to earlier today when you're playing them and but i mean you know polka polka i mean if it was easter celtic bands we're talking about polish stuff you know or you know german punk bands you know polka maybe a little more lemon and ginger for me, or jamie and ginger really you know? really See, I feel like if you guys like knew this album like front to back, I think you would rate it higher. Like, it's not just polka on the album. There is Celtic punk stuff, but like they did broaden their horizons and bring in a lot of like Eastern folk influences. That like, uh, like, like, like if we're talking polka, all I can think of is uh, John Candy's character in Home Alone too. Or is that the original? Yeah, polka, polka, polka. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's the original, isn't it? Yeah, it's wh- whichever. You know, that's whichever all I can one. think yeah. of here. Yeah, because Trump's Kings happened. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like if you knew the album, you would probably rate it higher. So I don't know if I can put it in Jameson and Ginger. Just based on I'm putting it in plastic patty, sight unseen. 
And I mean, the other thing is, I mean, we're talking about tears and like, if it was something that relevant, we would have listened to it. Would you have though? That's a, that's a really good point, Deej. Uh, I, I mean, I do, I don't want to come off as a dictator. So maybe, I don't Just know. Just because they're from Ottawa doesn't mean that they're they not have from to Ottawa. Be relevant. The singers from Ottawa, but they're based in uh, Vancouver, other side of the country, bud. Because, I mean, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with Jameson and Ginger. That's true. <laughs> it's not the greatest, but it's, like, not the best. But, either. like, yo, when you're 15, I mean, I was a junior 15. Like, like, once you start drinking, you know, when you start easing into Jameson, you're not going straight shots, you know? You, you're I going mean, into some Jameson and Ginger, and you're pounding them. You're having a good time. You're rocking out. So, like, that's having funny. something that's kind of, like, a local low-key legend, you know, something a little bit off the cuff. It's not it's not a bad thing. We're not That's saying true. it's a bad album. We're just saying that listen, it's it's not a definitive Celtic punk album. I mean, that is fair. You've convinced me. And he also just rem- reminded me of a story uh where I walked around a party with a two six of Jameson and a two liter of ginger ale, and I was not standing by the end of that party. Yeah, one time I went to uh, I forget what Ken Casey's dumb restaurant in Providence is called. Whiskey uh, Republic. Oh, man. Whiskey, Whiskey Republic. Republic. Yeah, and I yeah. got a picture of Jameson and Ginger there huh. uh, before I saw Dropkick Murphy's. Uh, I think with the Boston's. Boston's might have played that. No, dude, that was was that the Street Dogs and Stiff Little Fingers oh, show? Street Dogs, Stiff yeah, Little Fingers. The, yeah, because uh, Mike came out and saying like the end of Barroom Hero or something. Yeah, shit, right? I, I was at that and I didn't know you then. Oh, I was at like Shamrock and Roll tour, wasn't it? Or whatever it was called. Yeah. I had tickets to that show, but then I didn't make the drive down. Yeah, because I went to the Fenway shows, and then I also went to that Providence show, but I didn't yeah, know Yeah, I didn't go to the Fenway shows. We went to the Providence yeah. one. I feel like, based on that, you guys probably aren't going to know the next album, but I put it on here because it's uh, some friends of mine. Uh, they're a band called Farthest Fury from uh, Montreal, and they put out an album like 10 years ago called Purgatory Quebec, and it's really good. It's got some great tracks, but if you guys don't know it as well, I feel like it's probably it's it might be the same story as the Dreadnoughts album, where like it's pretty good. It's just not like a defi- it's not like top three tier like so so that record I think has to sit very firmly in whatever tier you choose because I know nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have any input to this one. Okay, um, <laughs> like Nostalgia Factor wants me to put it like full irish breakfast but it's it's not that high um i mean nostalgia factor you, that like half this list would just be full <laughs> irish breakfast and carry yeah yeah i mean <laughs> if, I'm being, if i'm being objective uh it has really good songwriting it uh it has like a few really standout tracks i would say i feel comfortable putting this one in the proper pour of guinness based on my own uh okay judgment hey that's your hill to die on brother you got the power I, look i don't have a actually no to i know i can't album. i have to put it with jameson and ginger if, if polka's not dead is it yeah that, that makes more sense jameson and ginger they they have to live together they yeah. live and die by one another and you know if your friends see this and they get upset tell them to call me and i'll tell them <laughs> how much i was hyping up jameson and ginger ale. <laughs> it's that's true that's very true here. Like that was really that was like one of the first drinks that really got me. Like honestly, maybe you know, sing loud, sing proud could be Jameson and Ginger because that's what really got me <laughs> rocking and rolling. You know, 
Okay. I, uh, I think that's a reasonable point. Next one. Uh, meanest of times. To me, All right, that's a, that's fucking carry gold. Yeah, I was gonna Let's say, not even talk about it for me. See, that's so weird. It's like, oh, let me look at the track list on this one. I, I don't, I'm all, I'm not like a, I'm not a track list song guy. Meanest of times to me is the last definitive dropkick Murphy's record. See, for me, like this one, this is like my, like, I don't, I'd put this, I don't think I'd put it carry, like for me, I'd put Warriors called Carry Gold before this. Uh, DJ. He's uh, like, I don't know, Shattered, kind of whack, like especially yeah. now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's um, Surrender. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Echoes on A Street. That's a decent song about a dog. Um, like, I don't know. This, uh, you guys love this album. I, I don't love this album. I love this album. Like, to me, it's kind of like what Warriors Code was to you, DJ. That's like kind of what Meanest of Times was to me. Like, it just, uh, I'm looking at the track list now. Like, you kind of, I think you're picking and choosing because, like, Famous for Nothing is a great song. God Willing is a great song. God Willing is unreal. Data Massachusetts is a good song. Uh, Tomorrow's Industry is a pretty good song. I really like Vices and Virtue. Flanagan Balls, like it's it's got Ronnie Drew and Spider Stacy, so that alone makes it pretty decent. Like it's but it's what it is what it is, right? It's a traditional cover. Uh I'll begin again, I think, underrated. Um I don't know, loyal to no one. It's pretty Dude, like good. like loyal to no one to to, to fin- and then down is like, I don't know, I feel like pretty soft. That's fair. Like the last few tracks but, might be a little soft, but then you I look know, at I the. I think "Never Again" is a great track, though. You mean "Never Forget"? Never forget. That's... I think "Never Forget" is a good track. I feel like that one's a little underrated. Plus, it's got some great B sides. It had "Jailbreak." It had "Thick Skin of Defiance." It had "Breakdown." Yeah, I mean, B sides <laughs> are B sides. Like, <laughs> uh, and like I don't know. I just have a personal connection to this one, so maybe I'm too biased because like this came out when I was in grade eleven. I think. Well, like, and then also, like, is this the album they were touring on when you first saw them? It is. So, I mean, that's, I'll say, you know, not, you know, obviously, this is definitely, this is definitely like, we're talking hair fucking bullshit, right? Like, splitting, <laughs> splitting hairs, right? So, another thing with um, uh, Warriors Code is like, that came out. Like right after I started going to see them live, right? So that was kind of like the, to me, that it's like the same type of ordeal where like that was like the new album that came out getting into the band. So it felt super fresh and exciting. Like I made fucking flyers that they put on their website and like uh, aim. You remember on Instant Messenger, you could have little, uh, little like gifts. Yep. Little gifts, yep. icon gifts. I they had I made little uh like banners and shit for instant messenger uh that was on the Dropkick Murphy like download page uh for this. I made bootleg promotional item, but they actually I guess it wasn't bootleg once they okayed it and threw it on the website, but that's pretty awesome. So I see I could see how like I could see how you could uh relate to state more than warriors code but like i don't know i feel like warriors codes a much stronger album 
So I have one more story about Minas at times. It's kind of a bummer. But so in grade 11, I had a friend who was killed in a car accident like a couple weeks before this album came out. So like I was, you know, I was like 17, like dealing with death, like especially somebody so young was like a very difficult thing to go through. And like this when this album came out, like I skipped school. I went to I went to uh, buy it like right away. And like whenever I was having a down day, like this is I could put this album on a lot like in those in those like first few months after the accident and like it really helped me through that. So like maybe I'm not seeing it clearly because of those personal experiences. I mean, yeah, no, I I understand the personal connection for sure. But I mean, if you look at like the track, I think if you look at the track list for Warriors Code, pound for pound, better album. What if we like, just bumped Warriors Code up to carry gold with Meanest of Times? <laughs> you love Meanest. I'd I'd rather just put Meanest at Full Irish Breakfast because I still think Sing Loud Sing Proud is like yeah. the gold standard. Yeah, that for... is the, that that is the Celtic punk gold standard. That is true. Okay. Okay. Once again, DJ, you should be a politician. The man. voice of reason. You're just so convincing. Dude, I've done sales for the last like 10 years <laughs> of my life. Okay, this next one, another Canadian. And, I mean, band. you can you can slide it. It's definitely better than that tosser shit. Like, definitely slide it over. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that too. Oh, um, and, and we haven't even gotten into half of these Celtic bands yet. Um, I'm so excited. This for one could this. be a quick one because I'm pretty sure you guys probably don't have an opinion on it, but uh, Real Mackenzie's Locked and Loaded. Oh, I forgot about that record. I used to really like Locked and Loaded. Me too. Yeah, I'd put I'd put that. I mean, I'd probably do Jameson and Ginger, and then boost up the uh, morale of the other guys down there too. Put them <laughs> up with some real yeah, notable band. I think that's. I think I think that's reasonable. Might make the Scally Cat Brats feel a little bit better. Yeah, because yeah, this album, I don't think it's as good as Oot and a Boot. Uh, my favorite track off it is Bitch Off the Money, and it's about getting the queen off the money, uh, which is, you know, very topical in Canada. You guys don't have to deal with that. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, I think you guys are are correct. We could put that one in Jameson and Ginger. Yeah. Which album is this? Locked and Loaded? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's got... Uh, like, that's... Swords of a Thousand Men is the only other al- song off that album that even really still play... Oh no, they play Nessie. They play Oh, there's a few. There's Whiskey Scotch Whiskey. They still play that sometimes. They play Bitch Off the Money. And they play Swords of a Thousand Men. So there's only like three or four songs that are in regular rotation for them still. And it's So it's Uta no Boots. different than Sing Loud, Sing Proud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Una Boot's definitely a stronger album, so I think Jameson and Ginger is a good spot for it. But he do we agree? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah? Okay. I, I think we can all live with that. Okay. Good. We're coming to a consensus. Uh, Flatfoot 56, Jungle of the Midwest Sea. This is an interesting one. Because I love this album. Flatfoot, Flatfoot is one of those bands that, like, everything, everything opinion-related to Flatfoot 56 is going to be predicated on their live show for me. Yeah, dude, I was about to say the same thing. Like, I don't think I've listened to this band, but every time I saw them, I had a good time. They're fucking phenomenal live. They're such a fun live band. Uh, their bass player, Kyle, is in so many fucking awesome bands. Um, yeah. I just, Jungle, I think, sits higher than Knuckles Up. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think I forgot to put Knuckles um, Up on the yeah. list. I meant to. And so I think Jungle of the Midwest Sea kind of sits, has to sit either 
between the, the the breakfast and the proper pour for mm. myself. Yeah, I'd put I'd I'd still put it kind of I'd put it high proper pour. Yeah, that's kind of what I was feeling too. Because like going through the tracks, like Galley Slave, it's whatever. It's like an intro. Load of Guns, a good song. It's got that like nice like lead intro. Pay me a dollar's good. Carry him out, awesome. Warriors, Ollie, Ollie, carry him out. Um, Chinatown Jailbreak's a great song. Same old story. Like it's, I feel like this is still the chunk of their live set right here. Like even so many years later. Oh, hundred percent, it is. So yeah, I think like top of proper pour is probably a good spot for it. Okay, this next one, I think it's our second carry gold. I think that, and that's fine. Yeah, no, nah, without a doubt. Drunken lullabies. Yeah, drunken lullabies is carry gold. Yeah, like we I don't even have like to. Those two albums, <laughs> like. Especially for the age we're all at. Yeah. And, and I mean, also just for like the punk side of Celtic punk. Because obviously there's a couple in here. There's, there's at least one more Kerry Gold in this list that needs to be Kerry Gold. Because without yeah, without this group, the, <laughs> the genre doesn't exist at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then for the two uh, albums that really set the stage for everyone else to come through and be more aggressive with the guitar tracks and everything. Uh, yeah. Jungle yeah. Lullabies. And they, they both came out like one after the other, right? Like Sing Loud was 2001 and 2002. Jungle Lullabies was, was 2002, Lullabies. right? Yeah. yeah. Was it? I'm pretty sure. It was 2002. I think 2002 sounds right to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Good yeah. with the date. Scott's a good date guy. The guy can fucking ramble off. Fuck it. Should have been a history yeah, like, teacher. I mean, dude, just like the first, like drunken lullabies, <laughs> what's left of the flag. May the living be dead in our, be the living be dead in our wake. If I ever leave this world alive. Like those four tracks are like four oh, of like the best Celtic punk songs ever written. Such a... Yeah. And then you get like the uh, Killborn High Road, which like might be like a lower point on the album. But then like Rebels of the Sacred Heart is great. Swagger is great. Even though it's always weird to me that Swagger oh. wasn't on the album Swagger. I don't know the story there. Yeah, that that is the weird <laughs> point. Oh, um, cruel mistress. Wind up down in hell. <laughs> uh, Death Valley uh. Queen's great. Another bag of bricks. The Railed Times. I love that song. Uh, it's one of my mm-hmm. favorite traditional songs. And then the sun never shines on closed doors, which is like a very personal song Dave wrote about finally uh, not being able to go home and see his mom when he was like uh, when he was in America without a green card. Oh fuck! You know what? In my head, I had I had. I had the the release of Swagger and Drunken Lullabies mixed up. Oh no! Yeah, Swagger's like what nineteen ninety eight, two thousand, two thousand. Yeah, yeah fuck. Swagger was earlier. I know mm. that. So that almost yeah, Swagger hits. I haven't listened to Swagger in forever. Swagger is a great album. We'll get to that next, but we have one more shit album to deal with first. Uh, Scally Cat Brats, our storied past. I'm putting it blast and patty. Thanks. No, this isn't <laughs> this isn't shit. This is Carrie Gold. <laughs> I would be willing to bump it into Jameson and Ginger, but that's as far as I can go. <laughs> that's that's as much credit he's willing to give himself. I appreciate. It. He'll, he'll throw his own band on the list, but he won't he won't inflate it too much, you know. Yeah, well, I'm I, there's a picture. There's a picture of me on the record, so it's automatically Carrie Gold. <laughs> like I think we were a good band. I just don't think we were better than all the other bands on this list. Like, I'm gonna. I think Plastic Patty is a good spot for it, but it's better than Let Us Drink. 
Yeah, no, and like, and like I said too, like you gotta have something on there, and uh, without trying to offend anybody, you know. <laughs> yeah, because we don't want to get into like the COD scene drama. Um, yeah, and I mean, I'm sure. Oh, dude, you should. No, you should have put some shit on here because I've seen plenty of fucking bands open for Dropkick Murphys that deserve to be in that. Yeah, man, I don't know. Tier. I'm just like, I just would rather talk about the things I like than the things I dislike. So I didn't really yeah. feel like doing that. I could have easily put a. I, we all know what band we could put on this list. It could go in the lowest tier. Hey, but like why? Once I heard an old man say, "John Kanaka Naka to Rye." Um, I gotta remember to look at the camera. Fucking so used to just playing video games. I'm not kidding. I mean, I've barely it. been looking at the camera too. So, um, yeah, except your your camera doesn't show off your fucking bald spot when you look down. So you gotta get a hat. Your receding hairline because you're fucking 32 years old and reliving your your fucking teens ranking Celtic punk albums because <laughs> the pandemic was straight edge loving songs that were about drinking and then like you realize they weren't about drinking but then you started drinking and then you quit drinking now all the songs make way more sense you're yeah like, holy shit dude yeah songs like caps and bottles songs like that man they hit harder at 30 when you're sober than they did when I was like. 16 that's for sure um but yeah the next one is flogging molly's swagger uh crosses white crosses in the chat he's saying that swagger's like and do or die were the two like albums that did it for him i didn't put do or die on here because to me that's not a celtic punk album that's just like a straight up punk album yeah like, same with gangs all here like i'd figured like there's like yeah they're not they're not really yeah i'll be honest gangs all here is probably the album i listened to the uh i listen to gangs all here on the same frequency i listen to like signed and sealed in blood and 11 stories or whatever that's interesting it's still one of like it's probably wow. it's, in my, it's in my top five but i don't know there's something about like i like there's nothing i don't there's something about that album that just like i don't know it just it, it feels different from everything I, else i think part of it is that like they wrote most of it with al or with mike and then yeah al left the band so like al kind of had to al, al had but, to join and like fit no, his fuck, singing yo, we're style doing the thing. to mike we're doing the thing oh what where we get completely off track and talk about dropkick murphy's instead of yeah yeah but then track. when it's time to talk about dropkick murphy's can't think of anything <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, uh, having the absolute so, nerdiest discussion about Dropkick Murphys right now. Yeah. Um. So Swagger. Tweet. Swagger. Uh, I'd say Full Irish Breakfast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's a fair place for it. It's got some great songs, but it just doesn't like it doesn't it doesn't play the same way Drunken Lullabies does for me. Like it just no, it doesn't. I agree with you. It's like they're like I feel like they're. We're like ninety nine percent of the way there with Swagger, but then like Drunken Lullabies got them to like one hundred and ten percent. But all the good. Oh yeah, cool. Devil. That yo, I see. That's the thing. I'll be honest. I like looking back. You know what? I guess I probably did listen to fucking Drunken Lullabies more. But yeah, Devil's Dance Floor. Like that song is fucking good. That is a great song. Yeah, but this I'm is. I'm about to listen to that in the background. We're rating albums, not songs. Yeah, it's just okay, like, but you know what? An album can live and die on one song if the song is good enough. That's true. I want to get this. I want to get the track list up for Swagger for a second here. Oh and, yeah, the fucking tin whistle intro. Yo, this yeah, that is hard. Yeah, like 
we just DJ and I, DJ and I just had a discussion about how hard it is to play tin whistle well, and that is like a that is a as far as like you can have a banger with a tin tin whistle, that is it. Oh, oh okay, Black yeah. Friday rule was a hell of a song. Uh, salty dog. Oh, the worst day since yesterday. Life in the tenement yeah. square. The Lexi. Oh man, I think I totally. Every dog has its day. Yo, I, I think we were wrong. I think this is Carrie Gold, boys. I think Swagger's carry gold. Yeah, like, Swagger can go that high. Like, I yeah, I was Salty underrating dogs it. A great way to start a record too. I think I need to sit down and listen to Swagger again. It's been a minute. I have an autographed copy of Swagger that I had them autograph at Warp Tour in two thousand eight. I think. Oh, when they were on Float. Yeah, Float had just came out. I didn't include float on this list for a specific reason. Because it's not good. <laughs> this is not not great. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Cross brought a good point. Because, like, for yeah. me, like, Swagger is definitely, like, a fucking... This, I, I got this out. Like, it was, like, I probably, like, got Sing Loud, Sing Proud and this on, like, the same day. Like, went mm-hmm. to FYE <laughs> or, like, Volt Music in Danbury, Connecticut, wherever I, wherever I got oh, this. Oh, man. Scene. Actually, no, probably it wasn't FYE at the time. It was probably The Wall, uh, first off. Uh, the Wall. Uh, Danbury. Oh boy. <laughs> and, you know, it was probably like, yo, I'm into Celtic Punk now. I'm going to spend $70, probably not $70, like 20 bucks on two CDs. <laughs> and uh, definitely picked up like everything in one shot. Everything being yeah. one fucking Molly record and one dropkick <laughs> record because what what more was there then? Uh, I mean, I probably picked up. Uh, I probably like I probably bought like Do or Die, Gangs All Here, Sing Loud, Sing Proud, Swagger, and one like Fell Swoop. It was like I'm Irish. <laughs> I totally, I totally did that with Dropkick albums. I bought like Do or Die, Gangs, Sing Loud, Blackout, and the Live on St. Patty's Day at like once with like my birthday money, like during a sale at HMV. But yeah. Hell yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. White crosses. Thank you for your input in the chat. I agree. Uh, you, you, you swayed us. Swagger should be in Kerry Gold. Yeah, and once you said, once you said, every dog had to stay. I was like, oh yeah, this is a great album. <laughs> so this should that's, we do? That's the song that really changed it for me. Should we do the next two band, the next two albums from this band together, just to discuss it as a whole, or should we like spread it out? Well, they're so small, I can't see what they are. Okay, so. it's the Pogues. If uh, if I should fall from grace with God is next, but we could do okay. that, and we could do Rum Sodomy and, La- and the Lash at the same time. Or we that's could... perfect. Rum Sodomy and the Lash is Carry Gold. That's that for <laughs> me. DJ. Yeah. I mean, I guess like how do you even have a discussion? It's just like it's like a fact. It's like the sky it's, is it's, blue. It's so cemented in stone that it's the fucking end all be all and put them at the top the tippity top all the way to the top the first thing it's true the uh there would be no genre of celtic punk if not no there wouldn't be that album it wouldn't exist without shane mcgowan it's very like what's the what's the yeah so we got the sick bed of kukulin uh old man drag uh wild cats kill kenny i'm not i'm a man you don't meet every day a pair of brown eyes sally mclinan (laughs) dirty old town (sighs) Jesse James, Navigator, Billy's Bones, The Gentleman Soldier, and the band just, played Waltzing just, Matilda. Just like fuck off with that track listing. Like you don't <laughs> get any better. Yeah. And then what was the track list for If I Should Fall from Grace of God? It doesn't well, it's matter. It's the greatest were... Christmas song of all time on it. So yeah. there, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 
That's... Like I would, I was thinking that Rum Sodomy in the Lash would be Kerry Gold, and then like if I should fall from grace with God, it would probably be like top tier of full Irish breakfast. That's kind of what I was thinking. Dude, I, listen, I, if we have sweat, like, or it should, it should probably be Kerry Gold. Any as other well. band besides the Pogues? It's true. Kerry Gold means you got to put anything with the Pogues in Kerry Gold. Yeah, that is also it, very it's true. automatic, right? And like, like, we might, we, even we might as well had... just. Sorry, go ahead, DJ. Yo, even if you had fucking Pogue Mahone on there, fucking it should be Kerry Gold. Like, yeah, yeah. And honestly, I probably listen to If I Should Fall in Grace with God more recently than I have listened to Rump Sodomy and the Lash. But yeah, without these two albums, like, there's no genre, right? So I guess it's, yeah. So we've got If oh. I Should Fall from Grace with God, we've got Turkish Song of the Damned, Bottle of Smoke, Fairytale of New York, Metropolis, uh, Thousands Are Sailing. South Australia, Fiesta, great song. Uh, then there's the medley, uh, the recruiting sergeant, the Rocky Road to Dublin, the Galway races. Then there's Streets of Sorrow, Birmingham Six. Then there's Lullaby of London, uh, the Battle March medley, which is apparently is a CD bonus track. Uh, and then Sit Down by the Fire, the Broad Majestic Shannon, and Worms. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like Rum Sodom in the Lash is like better, but. I feel like it's still rum sodomy in the lash is certainly in a tier of its own. I think. Yeah, it could have been like yeah, just like Carrie Gold could have just been rum sodomy in the lash, and then we could have done everything else like yeah. in the lower tiers. Like, so I guess there's really no other discussion to have about the Pogues, right? Like, what do you say? Yeah, they're the greatest band to ever do it. Yeah. They invented it. It's, it's the old. It's like like we said, they they would not be a genre without them. None of these bands would exist without them. Uh, or at least in the capacity that they are, you know, God only knows what music these fucking degenerates would have made without this influence. Um, but yeah, yeah. the Pogues are the Pogues. Yeah, I'm gonna do the next two albums from this band together just because I feel like we can knock them out quick. Uh, so we've got the Dreadnoughts Legends Never Die and the Dreadnoughts Victory Square. So I don't know if you guys are more familiar with either of those albums compared to Poke Is Not Dead. No. Scott? Oh, I think he's taking a break again. Uh, For me, Legends Never Die, I think, is firmly like a Jameson and Ginger album. It's pretty good, but it's a kind of just like a straight-up, like, typical Celtic punk album. It does have some good tracks. Like, there's a uh, they, they cover the Peelers on this album. Uh, they do a cover of Katie Bar the Door that's pretty good. Uh, it's a good album. I just, like, I feel like Jameson and Ginger is a good place for it. I would put Victory Square up with Jungle of the Midwest Sea. Like to me, it's almost like the Canadian Jungle of the Midwest Sea. Like it's just, uh, it's pretty awesome. It's for the Torch and Spade Warriors. <laughs> uh, but again, I don't know. I feel I don't know if I can make unilateral decisions without input from you guys. It's hard, right? Yeah, you can do whatever you want because I have no <laughs> fucking clue I, I, what they I sound like, you, brother. I think when you don't have our input, I think it gives you the full license to do so. Okay, yeah. So I'm putting Victory Square in proper poor of Guinness. Um, Pipes and Pints. Uh, what's the album even called? I can't remember. City by the Sea. Or no, until we die, dude. I I remember them being super popular on punk torrents, and yeah. all of a sudden people being all about them, and them being from like Eastern Europe. They kind of yeah, filled that. They, they filled that like gap of like sing loud, sing proud era, Dropkick Murphy style, like Celtic punk. Because this record was what, like two thousand and eight, maybe. I think so. Yeah, two thousand nine. So yeah. like, 
when drop kicks were getting a bit more mainstream, a bit more rock and roll, like this kind of filled that gap of like early Sing Loud Sing Proud, like uh, blackout era, Dropkick Murphy style, Celtic punk. So I'm thinking, uh, I don't know. It's not. I I, can't, I think we got to put it down here in. I don't know, bro. Where, where are you thinking of putting it? What tier? I was thinking Jameson and Ginger. Yeah, I'd put it there. Yeah. Okay. I'm listening to it. It sounds like. So it's like obviously hard. It's just like it sounds. It, yeah, it just sounds like another like a. Uh, it almost reminds me of Far From Finished, with but like with a little bit more Celtic influence. That's fair. All right. Um, the next and so one. it's like it's not bad. It's definitely like you, I'd, I'd have fun listening to this. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a song called "Where Is My America." This is European Far From Finished. Uh, yeah. The, <laughs> the singer's American, and the rest are from Prague, I think. I think they're based in Czech Republic. So yeah, the singer's an American, but they're based in Czech Republic. So the next I'm glad one. I can make such a hard decision about a band and listening to <laughs> scanning through five songs, listening to 10 second clips. And just like, yeah, it's I know what they need. they're doing. It's all you need. Um, well, I, we, oh, man. Okay, so the next one, we know these boys. Blood or whiskey, or blood and whiskey. Oh, Wait, what? There's, they're there's blood or whiskey. Right? Pub. Yeah, that, that track's on this album. So, blood or whiskey uh, cashed out on culture. In my neighborhood. I honestly out. don't know this album that well. My my main experience with Blood or Whiskey is live and hanging out with them at the, in the foundation. Room. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, I remember wait. their I remember their drummer Chris being the man. DJ, didn't these guys like no? They had Tor up to sing a song with them. Our Norwegian friend Tor sang with them on a yeah, song. Wait, didn't he? this song is it? This album's not even on Spotify. Oh well, then you can't even put it on a rank if it's on Spotify. I can't even. I can't listen to this. What is this? So yeah, we. I mean, if we can't cut them a check for a quarter of a cent, I just remember this album like being like one of the mid two thousands, like like definitive, like folkier side of Celtic punk. Yeah, everybody like, had this for a minute. Yeah, I feel like in the early two thousands. Okay, so this came out two thousand five, mm-hmm. and. I mean, so once again, I'm going to go back to one of my default things, which is um, they're from Ireland, right? Yes. Yep. They've got to be at least a full uh, proper, a proper port. You can't put like, I feel like <laughs> they've got, you know, they're yeah. actually Irish. Um, yeah. And I feel like, yeah, this album is something like I'm, Listen to it for 30 seconds on YouTube real quick to try to remind remember. Uh, yeah, they're they're a good band. I like them. They've been doing this shit for a minute, yeah. right? I think proper poor again, this is a good spot for them. Yeah, and I'd put it um I'd put it probably like number three out yeah. of there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're getting close to the end. We got f- five more albums left. So the next two albums are Mahone's albums. Uh, one is uh, Here Comes Lucky, the one with the bull. And the other one with the trippy psychedelic artwork is uh, Drag in the Days. I know our friend Chris Arias, he, he, his favorite Mahone's album is Here Comes Lucky. And my favorite Mahone's album is Drag in the Days. Uh, 
My favorite Mahone's album is whatever one I don't have to listen to. <laughs> um, Finney, I know he doesn't. He's not a big fan of Here Comes Lucky. Uh, he says he doesn't like the production on it. Uh, I guess they went like really big, like slick production with it. And I guess he's putting out like a an original. Like he's got he found like the original masters, so he's putting out like a different like an eight track version of it soon. So, I mean, if the guy in the band doesn't like it, it should probably be Jameson and Ginger. I, I mean, if he doesn't like it, it should probably be Plastic Patty. Like he likes the songs, he doesn't like the production. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be very, very, very honest. The only time I've ever listened to the Mahones is when I've seen them live open for Dropkick Murphys. That's fair. That's fair. I because feel like I, I just I don't I'll, like a lot. A lot of the stuff, it's, like I was saying earlier, when we we're just like bullshitting. I, I obviously I know the Mahones have been doing this. A very long time, right? Just they've been Finney. doing they've been doing this song and dance for a long time. But like some of it, some of the stuff, it's just like you know, it's hard to set yourself apart. And you know, I I, I honestly feel a little bit bad for them because they've been doing it for so long that they had a big opportunity to I think set themselves apart. But it just I, I feel like for me, like whenever I listened to saw them live, it never made me want to go listen to the album. It's like just never made me want to do it. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they spend a lot of time covering Blood for Blood, which I appreciate. Um, yeah, but the fact and that the, they listen, need nice a, guys, nice guys. The Great, fact that they need nice a history guys, lesson you know? because it's not actually Blood for Blood. This happened six years ago, Scott. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> for those at home, Scott's mad that. The Mahones covered "Going Down the Bar" and called it a "Blood for Blood" song when it is actually a "Wretched One" song. Uh, at least they didn't say. Uh, uh, at least they didn't cover "Bloodshed." Try to come say it was a "Blood for Blood" song that tour, you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I, I would say "Here Comes Lucky" is like middle Jameson and Ginger tier. Like, it's not. It's got good songs, but like. And I think you know, and I think Jameson and Ginger is the perfect thing for these albums. It's so true. Like, listen, there, you can go get a Jameson and Ginger ale everywhere. It's gonna be fine. You're gonna drink it. You're gonna have a good time. You know, but like totally. no matter what bar, no bar is gonna make a better Jameson and Ginger than the next. It's Jameson, which you buy, and it's ginger ale, which you buy. There's no, you know, it, as it's long true. as like your ginger ale is not flat, you're it's vibing. True. It's true. Okay. Okay, the other Mahone's album we have is Dragon the Days. This is my favorite Mahone's album. And like it came out in 93. So like it does sound like a lot of other stuff in the genre, but like they did it, it like it. They, they did it before most other people did it. Like a drunken night in Dublin is on it. They do a cover of Star of County Down. They do Back Home. They do Across the USA, London. Yeah, I mean their number two song and uh listen to on Spotify. Is off this album. Yeah, like Dragon the Days is on it. Uh, and of course, Drunk and Lazy Bastard, like their number one song is... Well, th- that's the second... That's their number two song. Uh, that's their number two song? No, what's their number one song? Paint the Town Red. Oh, right, because it was in The Fighter. That's probably why. Oh, uh, is that the case? Yeah. That's why that's there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, um, so it's a fake number one. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> so th- It's so a that passive is number, number one, one on Spotify song. playlist. Yeah. Got it, so, got it, got it. To me, this song... This album to me is a full irish breakfast yeah album. and i'm and i'll also say this too um 
as far as Celtic punk goes, Mike, you're way more an authoritarian <laughs> on this uh, on this subject than I am for sure. It's like I have listened to it, I like it, but you definitely like just in the conversation and today, um, you know, you you know, like the deep cuts of the genre. We're like if we were talking about hardcore, obviously yes. we'll have a lot of similar opinions, but I'd probably be able to yeah pull more obscure local regional bands than you would yes i would definitely defer to you on anything hardcore related yeah and so for like something like this i 100 percent defer to you to make the call i mean i am canadian i did play bass for them for two shows so maybe i'm biased well i mean i think you playing bass with them would make you biased in a way where maybe it wouldn't go up all the way so (laughs) i think the fact that you're throwing in flowers breakfast it says a lot about how strong the album is. it is it's a great album like the mandolin playing on it is top notch like whoever he had playing on this album like like all the all the musicianship on it is like is excellent like to me it's just like and again like going back to the point it's like 93 it's like one of the ogs of the genre like i feel like it needs to be irish breakfast yeah throw it up there we go um flatfoot 56 blackthorn uh i feel like if if jungle's a proper pour of guinness and like blackthorn is jameson and ginger oh wait hold on so, fuck. uh yeah i uh, uh yeah no spotify stay open jesus <laughs> DJ, you could have done some research before we just impromptu you, grabbed you out of the Twitch chat. Dude, yeah, too. exactly. I was impromptu. <laughs> you should I have did known. My research back in 2004 when I was buying these albums, all right? Calm down. Oh, uh, this is like a 20, 2009 album? 2010. 2010. What, what record are we even on here? I can't uh, Blackthorn. Blackthorn. Uh, Flatfoot 56. Oh, that, this is where I started losing interest in Flatfoot 56. Yeah, it's was this their follow up to Jungle of the Midwest? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. because uh, because this was the one that had what was the lead single here? Courage. Yes. Perhaps? I think so. Or maybe the Hourglass. Yeah. The Hourglass was another. No, I think you're right. I think it was Courage. Yeah, I agree with you though. I think I remember buying this album, not being thrilled with it. I have it on vinyl, but I've only like spun it a couple times. Yeah, I'd say Jameson and Ginger's proper. Yeah. We have way more Jameson and Ginger than I thought we were gonna have. Actually, no, I feel like that's a good distribution, right? Because you want like I mean only the like I'm surprised we have more carry gold than full Irish breakfasts right now. Dude, you, you, you could almost bump this record a tier for, for what Flatfoot didn't put on it, and that they never recorded their uh their Chromex cover, and that they <laughs> never recorded their um what was the other one they did? Screeching Weasel, Cool Kids Club. <laughs> yeah, I mean listen, if like live shows were a thing, like They'd almost be a Kerrygold band, at least full Irish breakfast, just for the mandolin player doing his posse jumps the whole time. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh. That dude, yo, so that dude's like my size, right? Like, he's like easily like... He's a big I, boy. I mean, I don't know, he might have lost weight fucking over the last decade since the last time I saw them play. But um, I remember I was at Black and Blue Bowl and he was there and this dude was doing fucking front flips off the stage and shit. And I was like, this dude is insane. Yeah, he he moves, man. Like he's dude for a big dude. He not even just for a big dude for, for any for live anybody. performance. Yeah, I don't know how he does it and plays mandolin. Like he got to yeah. be precise on a mandolin. I don't know how you can be like like running back and forth on the stage and jumping and like twirling and like 
He's got a whole routine. It's impressive. Now, all right, let, let's get to this next album because uh, this one, this one I like a lot. Oh, uh, the Tossers. What's this one called? In the Valley of the... the In the Valley of the Shadow of Death. Yes, In the Valley of the Shadow of Death. Or The Valley of the Shadow of Death, not In the Valley. Sorry. Yeah, I... Uh... And just for, I mean, the opening track, Good Morning Da, oh, is yeah. such a fucking banger. They, this album starts off with a banger. It does. It is That might be my favorite Tossers song. I'm just looking at the, I just wanted to pull up the track list again for this one. Yeah, so Scott, this is the one with no loot, no booze, no fun. Okay. This has got All Good right. Morning Da, A Criminal of Me, uh, No Loot, No Booze, No Fun, The Crock of Gold, Late, Out on the Road, uh, I Pursued Nothing, Drinking in the Day, that's a good one, uh, Phoenix Park, Go Down, Witch Down. Damn, they've put out a lot of music. Uh, I can never, I my Irish is so bad. Uh, that's Preve. Sean O or something. The A B sound makes a V sound, I think. I don't know how to say that. And then Valley of the Shadow of Death. So I think this might be on the same level as Agony. Like I feel like if Agony yeah, no, is really full think it is. Irish I'm, breakfast, then this one should be. And too. in that ranking up there, I mean I for personally I'd put it I'd put it right after um Meetest of Times, like right in the middle. So I think I like this album more than the other Tossers album. Yeah, I, I think I do too. I think that's a fair place for it. I mean, to the right of Minus of Times. Oh, so, I mean, Minus of Time. I mean, that could just be, yeah, like, no, that's fair. That's like, fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, we kind of already talked about the tosses, right? So there's not really much else to add. Yeah. And I just, I personally think this is a slightly stronger Me album than Agony. Um, but talk about two albums back to back that I think are really good. And to be honest, I didn't really, then they put out like, they put out a lot of music. They put out two albums in 2008. Oh no, this is a live album. Okay. <laughs> I kind of lost track of them after Agony and Valley of the Shadow of Death. Yeah, like, me too. I, want, I wonder if they like stopped touring or something as much. I, I think, think so. the last thing that I'm even familiar with them putting out is that young Al Capone cover on the, the Rancid tribute that came out however many put years ago. Put album in 2017, which theoretically my head isn't that long ago but it's actually like five years ago (laughs) yeah four four whatever about almost five it's you know i guess it all if it feels like one year didn't exist so you know yeah 2017 feels closer than it was what's his last one i can't even see what the fuck that is oh i thought it was fresh fruit for rotting vegetables for a minute and that's definitely not celtic punk no um so our last album, Scott, is uh, from our our friends, the Peelers, who we had on. Ah. We had Dave on last week uh, to talk about it. Uh, that's down and out in the city of Saints, out now on Stomp Records. I swear they're not paying me. I just like really like this album, so I keep talking about it. I think this album fits in the full Irish breakfast tier. Really oh, high yeah. praise. I was gonna say a pro- yeah. like, top of proper pour of Guinness. Wait, I this did. is an album that came out like a week ago, literally on Friday. On Friday, and you're throwing it up in full Irish practice, dude. It's so good. Yep. It is so good. It is so good. It's the best Celtic um, punk album to come out in like ten years. It's so. I good. I mean, is it that hard? To, <laughs> <laughs> the bar's kind of fucking low there. Geez. Well, they they've You've got they, a point. They raised the bar. Yeah, they they I think have put the bar back in place. This, really? this record's fantastic. 
Yeah, I mean, I gotta, I gotta say, I gotta listen to it. But I mean, YouTube being that fucking horny for it, yo, throw it in full Irish breakfast, <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, like it, I, like I'm. I'm not just saying that like it is actually it's the best thing they've ever done, but it's like it's better than like a lot of stuff that's come out like the last like long while. Like I was leaning towards top of proper pour of Guinness, but Scott's saying full Irish breakfast. So I don't know because like full Irish breakfast and Kerrygold, like those are like classics. I don't know if like it's been around long enough to like bump it that i i'm totally comfortable putting it right there because it's the first album that i've revisited in at least 10 years in the genre and i mean if you're not comfortable throwing it i mean you can throw it towards the back end of full irish practice yeah 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 or i mean because that's the thing i mean do you think like do you think it's better than the flogging molly album with the child on it (laughs) (laughs) um I don't know. I feel like it's about that level. That's why I'm having trouble deciding. Oh, see, I definitely put it, I definitely put it above Jungle of the Midwest Sea. Yeah. Um. And I'd probably put it closer to Agony, frankly. Really, I mm. I just see the thing with like like Dragon of the Days is like a classic. It's been around so long. I think like top of a proper pour of Guinness is like the best place for it. I think that's fine. You don't yeah, sound I mean, like it, it is. Do. It is new. It, it is, is new. Yeah. So it's hard to see if it'll stand the test of time, which is definitely one of the hardest things to do in this genre. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. It's it's so like, very easy to write off these records very well, quickly. Yeah, well, I mean, I have. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what, what i'm saying I, I jumped in to be a guest on to on this just because i was tired of typing in chat but <laughs> um you know yeah. a lot of this was definitely like had to revisit to hear and like get that gut guttural instinct to remember how i felt about these albums oh 100 okay. so yeah i think top of proper poor of Guinness is the best spot I, for it. I think that's fine. And in like a year, next St. Patty's Day, we'll have to come back and revisit our tier list and see if our yeah. Hopefully, we'll be able to do it in person in some fucking hotel in Boston oh, or some yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh that'll... my god, that'd be that'd be a good time. Um, <laughs> it will. Oh man, well, it won't be the Buck. Sadly, is the Buck actually closed? No, nah, it's open still. Oh, it is. So, hmm. yeah. I'm gonna look it up right now. Oh, yeah, no, that's... <laughs> Okay, so this is our tier list. We got Scally Cat Brats in Plastic Patty. Coming in last. Javison and Ginger. We got Real McKenzie's Locked and Loaded. We got Dreadnought's Poke is Not Dead. Mahone's Here Comes Lucky. Uh, Farless Fury, Purgatory Quebec. Dreadnought's Legends Never Die. Uh, Flatfoot 56, Blackthorn. Pipes and Pints Until We Die. Then in Proper Pour of Guinness, we've got The Peelers, uh, Down and Out in the City of Saints. We've got Flog and Molly, Within a Mile of Home. Flatfoot uh, with Jungle of the Midwest Sea, uh, Blutter Whiskey with uh, Cash Out on Culture, Real McKenzie's Oot in a Boot, Dreadnought's Victory Square. This is, why did I start doing this? This is so many. <laughs> Full Irish Breakfast, Warrior's Code, uh, and Meet Times, and then Tossers. We have uh, uh, Valley of the Shadow of Death and Agony and Mahone's uh, Dragging the Days. And the Carrie Gold section, they're like unanimous pretty much. We got Pogues, uh, Rum Sodomy and the Lash, and... Uh, Flash should fall from grace with God. Then we had Dropkick, Sing Loud, Sing Proud. And then Flog and Molly with Drunken Lullabies and Swagger. It's a pretty good tier list to me. 
Yeah, I think it's pretty fair. I think that I think that about does it. Yeah. Okay. Well, now if we can do this with uh, Oi Records. Oh boy. That would, well, Shock <laughs> Troops would be the only. Well, I don't know. The Kerry Gold version of Oi would be. I don't even know. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 Fred Perry. <laughs> um. Anyway, so thank you to everybody for sticking around to listen to us bullshit about Celtic punk albums for like an hour and a half. Uh, thank DJ, you. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Yeah, thank you, I DJ. Input was, uh, beneficial. It was, uh, it was illuminating and I, I'm happy to have you. We wanted to have you on. So it's good that it kind of worked out the way it did. Yeah, Very organic. Ask. I mean, I don't know. That You're a big streamer. Like, it's just awkward to ask, right? You don't want to like, what do you mean big streamer? <laughs> What are you talking about? Speaking of that, uh, DJ, you have any uh, anything to plug? Anything you, anywhere uh, the the good folks at home can find you? DJ Strong Style on Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. I play video games. <laughs> he does, and he looks good while doing it. I try to. <laughs> um, Scott, as always, your social. Um... Yeah, I'm I'm such a dangerous everywhere. You're gonna find me. Yeah, and I am Mike F six one three, Mike E F F six one three everywhere except Twitch. I'm Mike F Live. Uh and and if you're still with us after all this, I think last week or not last week, but uh but but next week. Big announcement. Things are Huge. shaping up. We, we we have a pretty cool guest coming on next week as things stand. We'll be ha- we'll be have to re- having to record a little bit later. We'll be looking towards a nine PM record time. Yeah, and I don't think we're gonna do this one live. I think uh that'll be just like a it'll be up on Spotify or whatever on like the Friday. And, th- and this'll be the one that you'll really want to check out on Spotify, I think. <laughs> uh we we'll have a Are we gonna say who it is? Oh, do do we? I, I mean, we all this build up. I think we kind of have to now. Well, his name's Mark. Okay, his name is Mark Land, who you might know from the <laughs> Ducky Boys. He is also I uh, run Stateline Records and uh, uh, GetPunk dot uh, com. Uh, he is a wealth of knowledge and one of my favorite songwriters. So I can't wait to have him on and hear what he has to say about punk rock in general and what it's like running a record label in uh 2021 oh you're getting the guy on huh yeah we're getting mark lind the good old mark lind yeah uh mark lind brother of rob lind that's true known as white trash rob of blood for blood fame (laughs) and um oh dude what's the name what was the name of their the the band they did together sinners and saints oh sinners oh, dude sinners and saints is so that out al- that one album is so good dude the poppiest catchiest hooks out there it's like i really wish um there was more i wish there was more mm-hmm. sinners and saints mm-hmm. i wonder if they're gonna like he's done he's gone back and done like a solo he keeps going back and doing ducky boy stuff like him and rob should really go back and do Another sinners. Like if I have one request from you guys to talk about, it's to talk about that record. Oh, we can bring that up. We can do that because I love that record, and I'll tell you how I found that record because I had no idea it existed, right? And then Bridge Nine was doing a um, one of their mystery bundles, and nice. It's a CD they've been sold out of forever. Like it came out, they sold out of the CD and shit. 
Um, and this CD was, it was like in a broken jewel case. I think he said it had like promo written on the cover. And it was like sinners and saints. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I like put it in my computer, you know? And uh, back when computers had disc drives, which I didn't even know they didn't have disc drives I know, I when can't... I bought my new computer like six months ago. I can't and, believe like, we're I at that and point. I was like, oh, wait, I have something I can play CDs on. And I'm like, wait a second. No, I don't. What the fuck? This thing yeah. doesn't have a disc drive? That's a simple upgrade. You can get like an optical drive for like 40 bucks. Yeah, dude, I, I have no need for that in my life. <laughs> um, and I remember I put I put the CD on and then, you know, I put I was rocking it in my 1997 Pontiac Grand Am fucking all the time. <laughs> nice. Right, we'll be sure to ask Mark about it for sure. Um, so that is it for this week's episode of Ramble and Roll. Thank you, DJ, for joining us. Thank Thanks you, Scott. So much, 